Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. I'm Deb McBride, and today is Sunday, January 19th, 2020. Well, here we are. We are past the exactitude of Saturn-Pluto, and we are moving along through the sign of Capricorn with the sun and Saturn and Pluto. And it has been an interesting time. And I want to bring something to someone, everyone's attention. Um, in the days that follow this, just like the days before it, uh, the moon will always enter cardinal signs. So the other day I made a little video on Instagram to describe Libra, the moon in Libra. And the moon was in Libra on Wednesday, on Thursday, and Friday. And it eventually went into Scorpio on Friday afternoon. Um, but in the meantime, and especially on Friday in the morning, in the wee hours, if you live on the East Coast or in the United States, it, it was, the moon was visiting with Saturn and Pluto. And anytime, once again, as I've mentioned before, anytime the moon enters a cardinal sign it's going to challenge Saturn and Pluto and so it challenged Saturn and Pluto on Friday in the wee hours of the morning depending on where you live so we'll say if you live in the east coast it was the wee hours of the morning and now as I mentioned last week it squares Pluto or anything hits Pluto first and then it squares Saturn when it's in Libra. So now we have uh, an experience of the Saturn-Pluto in and of itself, and then the moon coming along and like, you know, from another corner of the zodiac and sort of zapping them. And frankly, I'll be honest, I found like Thursday, Friday to be a little, maybe Thursday, a little more challenging than... Saturn and Pluto last Sunday. So I felt the square and I let everyone know when I was making my video on Instagram and I was telling people that, you know, we have to kind of not indulge it. We have to move past it. Now, it's going to happen four times a month. <laughs> now, the next the next stop is Capricorn. So the moon is going to go into Capricorn this week and we'll talk about that. But the important thing is that we remember that these guys are still very close together. Saturn and Pluto are still very close together. And they are uh, not entirely uh, finished with their story. Because even though they are not going to get conjunct exactly again, they are going to continue to be together. And we still have to continue to deal with them and what they mean in our life and in our chart. And it means we still need to own our mastery. Now... What has been presented to me in the last week is people say to me, well, Deb, what is it that we need to do to transcend this situation? If you say transcend, like if you watched my year video, my year 2020 video, if you purchased that on my website and watched it on my channel, you will hear me say, and you've probably heard me say this many times on this podcast, well, you have to transcend it because what was happening was Saturn was first and then there was Pluto and then they were uh, moving along at 
you know, getting closer together. And we were experiencing Saturn as the reminder of limitations and upbringer of obstacles and focus point of what we needed to work on as far as transcending or transforming, which is what Pluto is helping us do. So remember, Saturn shows us where the wall is. Pluto shows us how to climb over it or break through it, more Plutonian style. So what does it mean? Well, it means a couple of things. It, inevitably, each and every one of us, whether we're conscious of it or not, each and every one of us is going to come to a point of limitation of an obstacle, of a blockage, of a something in the way, and it's us. <laughs> we are in our own way. We're always in our own way, somewhere, somehow, some way, even if it's for like a second. We're, Saturn is showing us what the limitation is. So where are you in your own way? Now, before we start saying, mm, I don't know, my job is in my way, you know, my boss is a jerk, and this is what's going on, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm in a world where yada yada happens. Or I'm in a world where, you know, so I'm just throwing out examples. I'm in a world where this happens and it's too impossible and it's too, uh, you know, I, I'm in a world, I'm, I live in a misogynistic world. I'm a woman and I live in a misogynistic world. Or I'm a man and my wife continuously challenges me. Whatever it is, if it looks like it's outside of you, it's not. It's within you. It's your limitation that is being projected from you onto the screen of your life. So if your movie that you're watching shows you a picture that you're not happy with, you've got to go back and edit the movie, okay? And that means going within and finding the place of transcendence. Now, if things appear discouraging on the outside and they look discouraging in your life and, you know, for a variety of reasons that I just ran through briefly, um, you have to understand that you are the, you're the grand movie projector here. You're the one projecting that film. And you're being given the opportunity by Pluto to transform it. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy because Pluto is never simple. Pluto is the transcendental planet. There are three transcendental planets. That's Uranus, that's Neptune, and it's Pluto. And I always think of Saturn as the wall before the transcendental planets. So Saturn happens and we can see Saturn with the visible, uh, you know, invisibly in the sky with the naked eye. We need a, we need a telescope to see further than that. We need a telescope to see Uranus and Neptune and Pluto. That says something. That says they are out of reach. They are not obvious. We can't look up at the sky and point at them. Someone has to assist us with a very large instrument. And then we can start to look at what's going on in those worlds. Which means maybe you need the telescope to look at the planets in the world, in the sky, in the cosmos. But you need a microscope to go within and look at your life. And once we are presented the limitations by Saturn, now Saturn is always indicative of some sort of frustration, some sort of barrier, some sort of blockage, some sort of thing that we need to get through to get to what we want. And my astrology teacher, I remember in an advanced class, he said, Saturn's the mother-in-law of the Zodiac. 
<laughs> and it's the thing you have to get through to get to what you want. So remember, if, you're, if you have a mother-in-law that is complicated, I'll be nice and say complicated, you have to tolerate your mother-in-law to live with your spouse. And so whatever that is, you know, it's important to remember that Saturn is going to give you that limitation or that wall to scale or that thing to climb. Now, you can bang your head against that wall a hundred times, which means if you're not seeing some progress, some progress, then you're, you're approaching it the wrong way. So Pluto wants us to go within and Pluto wants us to go deep and go into the darkness. And if Saturn's limitations aren't enough for us to uh, just watch it and say, oh, I've had enough of this. <laughs> I don't want this anymore. Limitation on anything in your life. No, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough freedom. I don't have, a, you know, wherever the limitation is. And Pluto is not giving you a clue. Then you have to go deeper. And if you're not feeling like you are getting to the answer, then you've got to really do some digging. And that's what Pluto requires us to do. Pluto's a bit of an excavation process. Um, the planets are a signature. Your chart is a signature. The signature is broadcast. So you are broadcasting a signal. And act as if you like you have an antenna. So you're broadcasting a signal. And if your signal that you're broadcasting from your astrological chart, your horoscope, um, if you're broadcasting a signal that brings you certain situations, whatever you're broadcasting, it's bringing back to you. So this is when we read an astrological chart and we say something like, okay, well, you know, you have Saturn and Pluto going over your Venus right now. And so when you're broadcasting, you're broadcasting all sorts of stuff about relationships, limitations, places you need to transform, places that you need to move ahead, places where you need to uh, out, uh, out grow the old stuff from many, many years ago. And Saturn's going to say, look, these are, these are the old stuff. These are the old things that you need to outgrow. And whatever you're broadcasting, you're getting back. So if you're broadcasting a strong uh, signal that is saying I don't feel particularly great right now and I feel like I'm uh, you know I don't I don't feel loved for example we used Venus so let's say I don't feel loved right now well then what you have to do in order to feel love is you've got to acknowledge it be with it sit with it and go deep and if you still don't feel then you gotta go deeper and the the idea is to elevate whatever you're feeling, whatever you're seeing. Um, you have to elevate and get past what it is that you are broadcasting. So if you don't like what you see in your life, you're the one who has power, all the power to change it. And okay, so maybe it's not the right situation so you leave it maybe it's you know you're doing your emotional homework 
and it's still hard, you still have to keep going. You have to trust your heart, you have to trust your intuition, and you have to stop listening to the voice that says, oh, give up, this isn't going anywhere. If you have a voice that says, I don't know what I'm doing, I honestly don't know what I'm doing, I thought I was solving this and I'm not, then you either have to find another method of dealing with it or you have to go deeper. And Pluto, Pluto, remember, Pluto's the god of the underworld. It's not like I'm going into, you know, I'm going to go under my bed and clear the dust out and like vacuum under there. Um, we're going into the, the sewer. <laughs> we're going into the septic tank. We're going under the house. We're going to see what's buried under the house. We're not just looking under the bed. We're not looking, you know, vacuuming under the couch. We're, we're going, we're going into the underworld and it means we're taking we're, we need a mystical vision we need to you know have some mystical vision and stop believing the movie that we're watching because the movie that you're watching is just physical reality and that's only a minor 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 fraction of what's going on in what I can call say the field the field is everything. The field is the planets and you and me and everything. We're all connected to something. We all have a pattern. We all have a broadcast. But the field is infinite possibilities. And you can't, you can't sit and focus on the one minute percentage of reality that is in your life and haven't looked at the rest of it. So there's something that's propelling you into this physical reality. What is it? So that's when we have to go into the underworld. And that's when we have to dive deep into the underworld. And we have to lose our way in the underworld. And we have to become nothing and no one and nothing. And just be in the underworld and in the depths. And that's the only way we're going to connect with a solution, our power, because we're more powerful than what's going on in our physical reality in that film we're watching. So what you have to believe is that if Saturn and Pluto are giving you Ajita, that <clears throat> Pluto is the way out, okay? Or if Saturn's giving you Ajita, Pluto's the way out. And anything that seems complicated or difficult, and I know there are things that people experience that are absolutely not in the realm of believe it like you know people live in war-torn countries people get hit with horrible experiences natural disasters I know I know um, you have to you have to transcend you have to you have to find a way through that and sometimes going through the experience is exactly what we need it's doesn't mean it's good it doesn't mean it's fun it doesn't mean it's easy um, but for, the, for the, the rest of us who are not in such dire straits, for the rest of us who are blocked and limited, um, what we have to look at, what we have to look at is our, our own projection of what we're, what we're sending out there. Okay, so when the moon hits Saturn-Pluto this week, which it will, um, it will hit them on 
uh, you know, the moon goes into Capricorn on Tuesday. And therefore, it's going to get to Saturn-Pluto later in the week. And once the moon gets to the conjunction of those two planets, it will be Thursday evening, Eastern time. So it's going to take a few days. Meanwhile, on Friday, we have a new moon. And it's in the sign of Aquarius because the sun goes into Aquarius tomorrow. So tomorrow morning, Eastern time, 9.55 a.m., the sun goes into Aquarius. So this is our last full day of Capricorn before the sun goes into Aquarius. And I bet you anything that the energy is going to shift and the energy is going to change. Just as we move out of Capricorn where this heavy energy is, we've got to focus on uh, the Aquarian ideals. And that's our goals, our friendships, our group associations, our utopian ideals. Go solve your, go solve the Capricorn stuff so that you can get to your ideals. Um, so finish up with your Capricorn duties and move to, uh, the place of Aquarius where we have this new moon at four degrees on Friday, the 24th. So on Friday, the 24th, the new moon, that will happen is going to kick out the eclipse period if you can believe it it's already happening friday this friday in a few days we're going to get past the eclipse period that we've been through so with the moon conjuncting the planets in capricorn on thursday i expect later in the week to be a little um intense remember as long as the moon hasn't hit those planets in capricorn yet we're still and hasn't moved down to the new moon, we're still living through the eclipse energy. So this is why the planets in Capricorn, Saturn and Pluto and the sun were all hit with the moon by a square last week because the moon was in Libra. And the moon was still hot from the eclipse. So here we still have these hot planets hitting each other and I felt that for sure. I don't know who else did, but I did. And what you wanna do this week is you want to embrace your new ideals. The sun has moved on. The sun will have moved on by tomorrow morning. And we're moving into the Aquarian time where we're going to spend a month and we're going to start looking at goals and ideals and, and what we feel is the right, uh, you know, right goals for us right now and use some of our eclectic, energies and our innovative qualities to get to the next level in our life. Now, this is an interesting place for the sun right now. Sure, the sun changes signs every month, but it's going into zero degrees Aquarius tomorrow. In December of this year, 12 months from now, 11 months from now, the sun, that point that we're seeing tomorrow, pay attention to what happens because Saturn and Jupiter will be at zero degrees Aquarius in December and they are going to conjunct for the first time in 20 years. So why do I say look at this tomorrow and Monday? Because this is a, remember I've talked about recurrence, this is a precurrence. We're going to get a little uh, theatrical trailer about what's going to happen later this year. So what you want to do is pay attention to where the sun and sun's energy is going. And wherever the sun's energy is going, that's where you want to, you know, take some notes <laughs> because this is where Saturn and Jupiter are going to line up. So this is our, this is our preview. This is our moment of seeing what next 
December is going to be like. We're, this is a very powerful point. And when Saturn and Jupiter hit that point, so that becomes a famous point. Now, now we have 22 Capricorn, a famous point, because that's where Saturn and Pluto were. So we're going to move along later in the year, and Saturn will move into Aquarius. Jupiter will join it there in December, and the two of them are going to hit and, be, and create this famous point. Tomorrow is a beginning of a famous point. And Mercury last Thursday. So Mercury was, went into Aquarius, and now tomorrow the sun will go into Aquarius, and we're going to watch this, okay, because we're now we're really starting to see Aquarian energy. Saturn's going to move into Aquarius momentarily in the next couple of months, but we'll, we'll get to that. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. So happy Aquarius, month of Aquarius. Um, the new moon in Aquarius is Chinese New Year. It is the Lunar New Year. It is always the first new moon after the sun enters Aquarius. So my calendar says it's the year of the rat on Saturday, but really it's the day of the new moon. The first entire day. So I guess that's why they're calling it Saturday, but the new moon is Friday. And this is a very uh, auspicious beginning because it's, the new Chinese New Year, and this is when people celebrate and, and uh, welcome in a, uh, a new Chinese symbol. Um, I am not entirely familiar with the Chinese zodiac, uh, but I know that it's like one sign every for the entire year. So I think it's like 12 signs or so. they may have 12 or maybe more. Um, but this is the year of the rat. And it's the first new moon after the sun enters Aquarius. So here we are. It's Lunar New Year, and it is kicking out of the eclipse period. Thank you. In the meantime, in the sun's travels in early Aquarius, it will square Uranus. And it will square Uranus and give us uh, some electricity. So if you're doing your homework... And if you are tr trying to transcend the issues of your life, you should get a nice boost from the sun and Uranus because that's going to give you an innovative way of solving things. And this is still something that uh, could be very electric and very uh, supportive in many ways. It's a square. It could be a little out of control. It could be a little chaotic, but that's okay because really we want something to give us life and energy and and surprise us and maybe what you want to do is ask for a, a wonderful innovative idea to come this week or um, put your set your sights on something over these next four weeks while the sun is in Aquarius something that you want to manifest because it's you know it's all in the field and and the, the energy is alive with vibration right everything is vibrating right now and it's always vibrating but it's really electric right now the reason I like this square is because Uranus rules Aquarius. So even though Uranus is in Taurus, it's we're getting a little zap of electricity. So this is good. This is innovative. This shakes up the mundane. It shakes up our day. It gives, uh, gives us our lives back. We have been in major Earth sign stuff for weeks since December. Jupiter. In Capricorn, the Sun in Capricorn, Mercury in Capricorn, Saturn in Capricorn, Pluto in Capricorn, the South Node in Capricorn. Finally, last week, Mercury went into an air sign. 
Great. Now we have some new fresh energy. And now the sun is going into an air sign. Great. We can start to think again. We can start to have words again. We can start to speak and communicate differently and intellectually and analytically again. So we're moving beyond all of this earth and we're getting some sparkly, glittery uh, cosmic energy thrown into the mix, which is favorable. Okay, in the meantime, Venus is going to have a nice conversation with Jupiter on the 23rd because Venus is um, in Pisces. It's one of her favorite signs. And she will talk to Jupiter sweetly. Jupiter is still in Capricorn. As long as, now this is nice. Venus is in Pisces. The sun is in Aquarius. This is These are good things. This, Venus loves to be in Pisces because that's where it's exalted and it can express itself and be deeply unconditionally loving. So that's a, that's a lovely thing. Um, in the meantime, so the sun changes signs and uh, we have the new moon. We kick out the eclipse period. And then once we get into the weekend, we have... Mercury, also in Aquarius, chatting with Mars, which is in Sagittarius. And Mars is in Sag, which is good energy. It's good fiery energy. And anything going through Aquarius now is going to talk to Mars in a very nice way because Sagittarius and Aquarius work well together. So I think we have a sparkly week at the end of the week, even though it could be a little intense as we get past that eclipse energy and we get past the uh, next dig at the Saturn Pluto from the moon we're going to have Venus square Mars on the Sunday the 26th and so you know that's relationships that's uh maybe the male and the female parts of you are not agreeing the assertive versus the passive parts of you are not agreeing maybe um it could bring a sparkle into your relationship and then the other big thing is that Venus is going to conjunct Neptune next Monday. So that's important because Venus is in Pisces, her exaltation place, and she reaches Neptune, the ruler of Pisces. So they are there together. It's very powerful. So what is what is that for you? That's a good place of meditation, a visionary work of creativity. We're all creative find something that you can create whether it's a new life whether it's a new piece of pottery whether it's a new painting whether it's a new avenue of success in your life everything is comes back to the creative so as venus gets revved up and starts to move towards neptune we can um expect a little magic so i think what we're moving into is you know We've got the moon in Sag right now. The sun changes signs into Aquarius. That's good. Then we get the moon in Capricorn very late on Tuesday night. So the moon goes, huh, the moon goes void at 11.46 p.m. tomorrow night in Sagittarius. It's void all day Tuesday and doesn't go into Capricorn until 11.59 p.m., which means all day, almost 24 hours of void um, in Sagittarius. Tuesday, just do what you need to do. Get, you know, what you need to done. Don't worry about it. Um, not much has happened in Tuesday. So as you move through Tuesday, 
and eventually, as the, the moon goes into Capricorn, then we have busy Wednesday, Thursday, uh, moon moving into through Capricorn, hitting the Saturn-Pluto Thursday evening, and then eventually the moon moves into Aquarius, 8.20 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday, to have that new moon at 4.42 p.m. So I think the sticky stuff probably comes around Thursday. Um, if, if you feel it at all, you might not. It might just give you an extra boost of energy. And speaking of extra boost of energy, a new moon is an extra boost of energy itself. So do a ritual. It's Aquarius. Think of long-term goals, group uh, efforts, your friendships. Do a ritual with a friend. Light a candle. Say a prayer. Send up energy. This is a great time to send up some energy. And when I say that, you could light a candle and make a statement. You can write a manifestation statement. You want to put something into the universe on that new moon. You want to take something that you want to manifest it and your wishes and your desires and tell the universe what it is. That's what's a great use of this new moon because it is Aquarius. And you never know what's going to come back. You want to project something positive. You want to affirm something. And you want to do it with your heart. You just don't want to write down, well, you know, my thoughts are these. That's great. Thoughts and emotions work together. And that is what gets you what you really desire and want and manifest. So that's when we see the real work happen. When we put the thoughts and our emotions behind it. On that note, I bid you a happy Chinese New Year, a happy new moon, a beautiful week, and do something sparkly for yourself. Um, thank you for listening, and I will see you again next week. This is Deb McBride. I am available for consultations. You can go to my website and book a session with me. You can book a uh, a returning client if you are a returning client or you can book a brand new session you can also book yourself some astrocartography reports on my website my instagram is the golden astrologer my website is the golden astrologer.com my twitter is at dev astrology and if you have any questions comments and would like uh, to ask some astrological details please write to me info at golden astrologer.com thank you one and all, I am grateful. Have a good week.